0: topics. You already know who we are. And so we want to welcome everybody here every Tuesday night. So we have a lot going on. And when you when you sent me the message about what you wanted to talk about, Rav Jorah, it's interesting. So my sister arrived this past week from the US. (laughs) <laughs> and we drove up to Naot Mordechai the other day up towards Kiryat Shmona. And, you know, of course, we it, it, it was so funny because Kiryat Shmona, you know, it's like up here in the north. It's not so populated, but we got to the, the turn where we are going to turn by Gonen, and there was like five or six guys out there with flags and a big sign across the street, like, you know, this 20-foot... You know, homemade sign about you know the dictator that's trying to take over and uh, and become a dictator in Israel, and and people honking their horns and uh, and and so it was just interesting that that you know typically we're sort of insulated here in Tzfat, but you know this was going on in the north.
1: The waves, the waves found their way also to the high mountains of Tzfat. <laughs> Exactly. It's written, in, uh, it's written that uh, on the water of the flood that they were covering even the highest mountains. So maybe that flood, the spiritual flood of before redemption, is reaching the heights of the mountain peak.
0: Right. So if, if people don't get what we're talking about, so there's been uh, all of this unrest and protests going on in the land of Israel for the last several months over the issue of the new government that came in and this desire to have what's called judicial reform. And this judicial reform is really something that's very good from my perspective. um, If people understand what's actually going on and the, the power balance that exists in the land of Israel that's unlike other places. So for instance, even though there's a lot of nonsense going on in the U.S., at least in the U.S. you have a Supreme Court that that sort of has checks and balances. The Supreme Court in the U.S. basically is there to interpret the law, but they're not there to legislate. They don't get to make laws. I just think it's amazing to me that all of these people are out there protesting and we talk about this situation in a lot of different topics. I just believe that it's a lack of critical thinking that takes place today, where human beings no longer think for themselves. They hear what's going on in the right or the left. They listen to whoever it is that's speaking the loudest, and they go, oh, that's bad. Uh, you know, that guy says, Lapid says this, and I follow Lapid, so he must be right. And uh and I'm going to call Bibi a dictator, and I'm going to come against Smotrich and Ben Gavir in the right wing." And basically, what you see is 2.4 million people that voted for this government are basically being silenced by who, people who are just speaking louder.
1: You, you made a, a very a beautiful, um, short, detailed explanation on the outer layer that is being presented in the news. Right. But I think that um all those topics are not really the the issue here. I think that the shame and the um, understanding of the left wing in Israel that all their main parties barely um were like gathered into the Knesset, found themselves out of, of the of the Knesset and were far from being elected to the government itself. And um, like few of those parties were left out completely, and were not voted at all. So mm-hmm. like a group that for very long period of time, almost all the time that our state exists, were in control, found themselves in such minority um, of voters, that now they took out all their weapons, all their sharp knives, and all their like old and filthy tricks, and they're using all their ways to, to possess the, the control on the, on, on the state again, while not being voted at all by the public. Like, l- more than 70% of, of the people um, in Israel, voted to the right parties and also Arab citizens as well. Many of them voted for Bibi Netanyahu and to other parties that are from the right wing. And the the years of control and, and being on top, and of course with the support of the Supreme Court, that was definitely, that is definitely, um is, is lefty, definitely is lefty, um, now revealing all their power, all their like um, kind of even tyranny um, in all the departments. Like you see all their um, representative, all their mess- messengers in the army, in the, in the, in the government uh, different offices, um, in the police, and you see all those people who relate themselves to the left parties, like making demonstrations and making riots and stopping and refusing to to cooperate and like breaking the vessels, breaking the game. And mm-hmm. you see the like the bad attributes of of those people who are pulling them into violence, into acting in such unappropriate and super not-democratic ways and blaming it all and creating a situation as if there is tyranny and as if Bibi is a dictator while the right-wing are just promoting the agendas and the ideas that for them they were um, uh, chosen.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: One of the difficulties in trying to understand it from my perspective the states is that you only get a very very skewed and very focused presentation on what the power struggle is and if you don't understand and I think for a lot of people that'll listen that are not within the, the land of Israel if you've got to understand and Rob droid had touched on this is that the the left has had the main core of power for decades and they have set the system up in which the judicial branch, if you want to call it a branch, but the judiciary of Israel is appointed by the judiciary. It's not appointed by the people of Israel. It's not in a democratic process. And then on top of that, the power that they have is anything that you would pass in the Knesset can be overturned in the judiciary. And that that lacks the ability of an elected government to actually do its effective cause. And there is going to be protests, but the problem is, is it is a very ginned up protest and it's not, it's difficult if you're on the outside looking in, if you're looking at news articles, seeing what they have to say, you, you're absolutely right. It's all being painted with a view that uh, Netanyahu is attempting to be a dictator and, He's wanting to change the form of government. No, what we're trying to do is to set the government back to a place of integrity, where it can operate with integrity. And, you know, everybody likes change until it changes them. Mm -hmm. So the issue is, is it's going to bring change. Hopefully, it's a comfortable change. And it's something that needs to happen probably in many countries, including our own. corruption that's within the system
1: this is something that i wanted to discuss as well even though that um on the front line of the news today is what that goes on in israel because definitely there are like new things that are taking place here but uh, for people who are connected to news or to social media even more than to the news because the news is like really um like choosing what to show and to whom Right. But social media, you can be exposed to a lot, a lot of information and you see over there that there are riots and administrations and arguments between governments and, and civilians in like multiple places, like in tens of places around the world for different topics, for different issues. If it's the vaccines, mm-hmm. if it's the, the COVID, if it's the, the, the taxes, if it's bank collapsing, if it's uh, other constrictions, if it's other like laws and rules and taxes, if it's about children trafficking and like whatever things that goes on in the world today, those are hot um, uh, topics that are creating fire in many of the states. Now I want to say it's not always that the government is evil and the protesters are poor even though that that is always what it is presented Correct. in some of the places the governments are violent and the civilians are poor but in some of the places you're talking about evil people who are pretending to be poor with that I- intention to to break the rules and to and to create a revolution and like not a clean one not a pure one
0: so, so the question has to be asked, and you you sort of touched on this, and I don't know if it was your intention to, but really if you consider what you just said and you consider that you started out talking about all of the different countries and all the different places in the world where suddenly there, there um, seems to be an increase in riots and in protests around the world. And then you talked about as it relates to COVID and as it relates to maybe vaccines and things. So the issue is put those two things together and realize that the percentage of protests and riots came as a result of societal changes that only took place when there was a pandemic. So what we're seeing is we're seeing a post-pandemic increase in all of these things going on, and it touches back on what Rod said, is that nobody likes change. You know, people like change until it changes them. And right. this is what's happening. So you have all of these different movements, these political movements and these protest movements that only came about as a result of the societal changes that took place. Based on based on this pandemic, and
1: let's not forget and uh, not, um, you know, silent the voice of the conspiracy theorists that are no. wanting to say no. that all those protests in all the countries are all a plan, part of a greater plan of deep states no. of higher no. governments that are controlling the governments sending no. uh, like um, I think that I am part of those conspiracy to conspiracy theorists, <laughs> Ben. kind are. of uh, no, because you know when you look at the past a little bit on, on on human beings' history, like even today, when you hear and when you check and search about those people in all those um, cults and those um, all those like so-called religious, uh, crazy, hidden, mysterious uh, groups that are doing those ceremonies and like uh, being suspects suspected let's let's say um on human trafficking and and uh, human sacrifices like all those devil cults um, to their kinds they're all basing their uh, um rituals on old and ancient tradition from the baal and from uh, other idol worshiping um, that is based uh, like that, that. The Torah is already revealing to us that they have roots in history, so mm-hmm. you can see that the war is really a war against Hashem. The, yeah. Like the same war that was in the generation of 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 Dora Palaga in the generation of the Mabud of Mabul of the flood, like the, the ancestors of our villains of the villains of our days were the same ones who opened the war against Hashem, who chose to be apart, to separate themselves from Hashem and His Torah, and they're still manipulating the world into a place of um, of darkness, of evil, of tyranny, like they were in the past.
2: You know, it's uh, interesting that we, in the past, and even today, in the Jewish world, there's this discussion of Great, we're close to Mashiach. It's, it's, we're getting close to redemption and it's here. May it be a peaceful one and what, et cetera, et cetera. But to be honest with you, the kind of transformation that needs to take place is not going to be easy for anyone. I, I'm just sorry. It's going to be uncomfortable for the religious as well as the irreligious because for things to get put into place, there has to be an exposure of the, the falseness and the evil that is in the world. It's like people are going to wake up and realize that now we are in more slavery than we ever have been before. I'm talking about the world, not just Israel. Not I'm just talking about
1: the mortgages that everything. Yes, we are Like everyone, are like our slaves to the banks. Like everyone, As slaves
2: to the bank. You're slave to your government. You, you know, you just go on and on. And the ultimate tyranny of a slave is being a slave and thinking you're a member of the royalty. That's like that is what modern Western society, postmodern era has offered everyone is comfortable slavery, you know, chains with velvet covers. I don't know, but they just feel like, yeah, you know, it's not all that bad. And yeah, I understand people think that there's child trafficking and this and that, but the evidence is so clear that there is a clear and present evil all over the world that has been operating underneath the surface for so long and it's being exposed. I think it's a good thing. I think this has to happen before we see real good thing, things to happen. Don't you agree?
0: You set me up. You you, you both set me up perfectly for this. Okay. Uh, so we know Rav Jor. We know that Rav Jor's name, Jor, is one of the words that relates to their concept of freedom. So we're getting ready to celebrate Pesach, right? The coming out of Mitzrayim. And so there are two other words that, that are Hebrew words that are related to freedom. Chofesh is one, and cheirut is the other one. Okay, so Chofesh was something that the Jews experienced when they came out of Mitzrayim. They came out of of Egypt, they experienced Chofesh, they experienced this freedom. The freedom of coming out of slavery, however, it wasn't real freedom. Real freedom, Chirut, only came at Har Sinai, Mm
2: -hmm. when
0: they said, When they said, we will hear and we will do. Okay, we'll hear that's and we will
1: liberty. liberty. That's liberty,
2: you're right.
0: And that's the difference. They 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 had a freedom that they thought was freedom, and this is what a lot of people think. They think today, oh, if if my side wins, you know, then I'll really have freedom. And you both touched on it. At the end of the day, Ju- Judaism teaches that people have to to struggle to create a better society. And people do need to be involved and people do need to protest, but at the end of the day, it has to be done in a constructive way and it has to be done in a responsible way. And the essential elements of the Jewish practice as it relates to that involvement and that protest comes with devotion to study of Torah, to to tefillot, to prayer, to performing mitzvot, to doing good for people, to being a righteous person, to having piety in your life. You know, all of everything that we look at, whether you're looking at the midrashim, whether you're looking at the Talmud, whether you're looking at the Shulchan Aruch, whether you're looking at the Talmud, they all teach the same thing. So, So especially as we're preparing for this, don't be fooled into thinking, and certainly my brothers, I, I'm not speaking to you, I'm talking to other people that might be hearing us and, and and saying, oh, you know, I was taking that side. Don't be fooled. You're not so free as you think until you come into this concept of cherut, as Rav George said, which is true liberty, and it's only and when that, you attach mm-hmm and then
1: you go to the to the to the to the third level to the highest level and that's that, that is the complete freedom and releasing of all the slaves like that is the promise for the redemption that's going to be the last re- releasing of all the last chains when people will be free from evil and from tyranny for good that's draw how do you call right. that in english drawer there is no word for that kind of liberty in English. Yeah. There is no like.
0: No, <laughs> no. no I think the problem okay, is. So guys, can...
1: uh, Anglos, you're going to have to learn Hebrew, Hebrew for, the, for the redemption.
0: That's
2: right. <laughs> you know, we return to a pure tongue, right?
1: <laughs>
2: hey, look, I mean, people think that liberty is freedom to do anything, but it's about freedom to serve the master of the universe. And we know what that is. Here's the problem. Here's the dichotomy of the thing. People that shake off what they consider the burden of service to the master of the universe merely just pick up the tyranny of their own uh, iniquity, and will have to serve. You can't. You have to serve something. You're not choosing to not serve someone. Either oh, you're Bob serving Harris. a gym or you're serving another god.
0: Sounds I like a Bob Dylan song.
1: Yeah, there you go. You you bring have Bob to Dylan.
0: To serve somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, what are we doing how can people find the truth in this messed up world like what uh, what do we do like you, you, like we said before like you have like people screaming free palestine free palestine and you look at them like guys you're like hallucinating you palestine is free you're not connected to reality you don't even Mm -hmm. understand that there is no debate there is only a story of some evil people who are fighting and wanting to kill any jew around starting with little babies and ending with uh, innocent women and men for no purpose for no reason just for evil And around them, surrounded with poor civilians, with poor Arab civilians that are just like too weak uh, to fight against their evil leaders. Now, how will you uh, fight such masses of of posts and and, and news reporters and so much money that is invested into this agenda uh, to cover the world world and wash the world with hatred uh, towards Jewish people and the people of Israel? How do you start, um, like what we as as, as representatives of, of the truth, as the people of Israel, how can we like, um, save those people from so much darkness that is being spread around?
0: That's a good question, guys. <laughs> you don't
1: have enough answers, are you not? But well, <laughs> <well, I>, a <laughs> is the person who needs to have an answer. What's going on, guys? I'm okay, so. To do tshuva?
0: Well, exactly.
1: We need to do tshuva. Huh? Maybe that's the answer.
0: Tshuva al tshuva. tshuva,
1: al tshuva <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, th- there is also the issue that people have to really desire illumination, and they have to desire to know what is correct and pure. And the problem is, is the uh, it- it's complex and people generally will follow after their own imagination and one of the things that chuva does for us is help us to realign our imagination with the purpose and the and the will of hashem and that is true i mean it sounds like a cliche ah do chuva but man chuva entails a whole lot more than just saying i'm sorry i had it wrong you know it's about a complete transformation of your mind and your soul and your purpose
1: it's like, i don't know if that's like going to happen things, in this world. no when when a person is like let's say you, a person has like garbage in his house and when you cannot smell the good smells of the house you cannot enjoy the good nice sights of the house before you throw the trash because be, before you right. get rid of the stink so now you need to be busy with throwing the garbage out what, by doing tshuva, you're confessing your sins, you're trying to come back to Hashem, the outcome of that will be that all the beauty and all the great shine will rise up and will take mm-hmm. over. But the work, the effort cannot be towards that direction of like bringing out the good smells, you know? it's not. We're not putting um, perfume on sweat. First of all, you need to take a shower then you can put some other nice smells on on yourself it's like or else you will never smell good so that's right the chuvai is definitely an uncomfortable process it's embarrassing you need to stand against the truth and to face your humbling conditions and your weaknesses and, and and faults and then after a while that you're busy on that suddenly the air is fresher the mm-hmm. environment is nicer like suddenly flowers starting to grow and, and and trees to bloom around you and like oh man like it's a it's a nice world after all
2: well, the question you asked earlier is where do where do we begin and uh, you know i just want someone to know that that realigning yourself doing chuva to return uh back to your source is is a very powerful thing and it's difficult unless you choose, you have to like, make a decision. That's, that's where I need to go. And I need to have exposed in me everything. That's not that I remember. If you guys remember this, this show that was in the United States called hoarders, remember this where they would go in with clinical psychologists and behavioral psychologists, and they would find this person that's, you know, living in this house and it's up to the ceiling with, rubbish and mess, filth and mess and cat manure and dog manure, you just name it, just piled, piled. And the person would be having a nervous breakdown over a little feather with a bead on it that she had been keeping for all these years when she's got all of this mess that she can't even function to go through the house. And you, you realize that Some people can get that buried in their world of physicality. And somehow that individual and psychologists talk about that individual has to somehow at least start the process until, like you said, until they can smell the difference in the room. Start the process, start doing it a little bit of a time, and you'll see that it becomes much easier to do over over the period of time.
0: Right. So there is a there is a physicality to this as well. Mm-hmm. Spirituality is very important, but the physicality to this exists as well. And this is the idea of not remaining silent. Um, you know, we as Jews are also required to protest against injustice and to try and implement change. So there's a famous, you know, there's a famous Talmudic um sage rabbi Rabbi Zerah said that even though people will not accept it you should still rebuke them um that's that's one thing that was said and and so at the end of the day we 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 can never be sure that our words or our actions are going to be ineffective okay we we can be just as sure that they're going to be so what we're doing now in a way even though even though like a drop of water hits a rock and doesn't do anything at first, that same drop of water, if it continues to drop, 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 will eventually cause a, a hole to form in that rock. So the idea is for us to continue the discussion, to continue speaking about these topics, can continue doing the show, controversial topics, and letting people know that they're that they need to wake up to reality, that they need to wake up to the spirituality, but they also need to understand that there's something physically that they can do, that they can educate themselves, that they can't just like sheep. If you want to be a sheep, you be a sheep tashem, but not to individuals that are trying to control you and manipulate you towards right. a particular agenda.
1: It's true, you know. I want to share one of the sites. Yesterday, there was um, a first main um, 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 demonstration of the right wing after few weeks of left wing's um, demonstrations, mm-hmm. and um, and I saw some very big difference. Between the two and it was like all over the social media in Israel. I'm not so sure that it will be broadcast to to the US and definitely not in the news. But um, you could see how in the left wing protests people were burning the streets down. They were like ruining things. They were acting very violent. And when the right wing protests you could see elder people and young people collecting garbage from the ground in the end of the administration and cleaning the streets themselves from the leftovers that fell from the hands of people who were not clean enough. Like, you could see the Ahavata Aretz, the love to the land, by the right-wing people who are like really caring for their home, really caring for their families, and not like flying against, like the
0: mm-hmm.
1: Bibi is a dictator and like all this hatred you you can see that it's not rooted in in a good place right And, and you can see the violence in the speeches and like there was a young girl that that from the right wing a religious young girl like 15 years old or so maybe even less and she met like two elder women from left wing and they were like they met in the street and that young girl told them very politely we have different opinions, but but we are still like brothers. We're still sisters. And those elder women from the left wing, they told her, no, 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 no. Don't curse us. We're not mm. sisters. To yeah. hear something like that inside your own nation, and we're a small nation. We're a tiny nation. It's like we are really holding ourselves as family. When you see pe- people like When you talk to the right-wing people, you will will hear them saying, yeah, we are divided in our opinions. Yes, we have a lot of disagreements in our opinions, but they will not divide the nation. They will not cut in the flesh of the people. But when you see the radical left talking, you hear them saying, we're not the same nation. We're not the same public. We're not the same people. They are these and we are that. Like they're cutting and oh, yeah. I just want to say something that is painful and sad. When you're cutting, you're only cutting yourself. When you're right. cutting a branch, the branch will never fall. Make sure that you're on the right side. Oh, by the way, right side.
2: Ah. <laughs> Make sure that you're on yeah. the right side
1: for you not to fall, because the tree will not fall. Only the branch right. will fall. So you need to connect yourself to the root. And then if you want to cut, maybe. If they're yeah. going to be cutting, maybe. But while you are drifting away, when you will cut, you will be the one to fall.
2: You really laid it out. That's perfect way to lay it out. Because one of the issues I was having here in this discussion is, okay, where do you get to the bottom of it? How can someone identify what side is the correct or right side? And you just, you nailed it when you said, look at what is full of chaos. Look at what is full of anger, division, hatred, violence. It's pretty obvious that is not going to be the whole, complete, wholesome good side. I mean, it's pretty clear. I mean, you, it just, that's very good. Even even the simplest of individual should be able to pick that one up.
0: Amen. So I'm going to, for my part, I'm going to close with this little story. There was a man who stood at the entrance of Sodom, crying out against the injustice and the evil in that city. And someone was passing by and said to him, for years you've been standing in the same spot, urging the people to do chuva, urging the people to repent, and yet no one has changed. Why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep continuing? Why do you keep crying out? And he answered that person. He said, when I first came here, I protested because I hope to change the people of Saddam. Now I continue to cry out because if I don't, they will have changed me. Oh,
2: <laughs> I don't know if I can say anything.
0: <laughs> so- well,
1: I think that everyone should take care as much as they can on their close rings and circles around them to make sure that their families are awake and to touch base with people around them to increase their awareness to the truth and to wake up the desire for truth and to be truth seekers and um without miracles and wonders (laughs) we know that uh, that things are not steady and stable we do need the wonders of hashem thank god and the power of prayer will always be the one to, to save and redeem
0: us. God, tell us what's going on there.
2: Natifonline.org, guys. I'd love you to come visit sometime. We have wonderful classes. We have some of the best rabbis teaching the B'nai Noach, people in the nations that are really wanting to discover and know what the truth is in the Torah. And so we'd love to have you come show up for class. Go to nativonline.org, fill out the form, say that you want to get on the email distribution, subscribe. And uh, we'd love to see you in class sometimes. And we have books at, on Amazon that you can pick up uh, for a very reasonable price, if not for free, uh, so that it helps bring you closer to Hashem. So thanks for letting me come here. And thanks for letting me be here today.
1: And... Um... I definitely recommend the wonderful content that Rod and his team are producing and creating, and uh, for many years as well. And we can see great outcomes. I have many students that are um, related and are also Rod's students and the Native Center's great product. And you see amazing people, amazing souls that are very, very connected to the truth. And um, with hope from heaven that those circles will 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 grow and spread around. Amen. The um, Muna Project, Bo Hashem, is a wonderful organization. Um, so much content, so much knowledge, so many options, so many books, so many classes. Um, the great majority of all our content is for free, but as well we sell some books, and as well um, we set some new courses. Um, that you better check um, mm-hmm. amazing car- courses um, that will walk uh, hand in hand with you um, until you'll reach very high levels and purchase great skills of individual prayer and um, finding your true potential and rising to high spiritual levels
0: Emuna.com. And after you go to amuna.com and after you've read Rob George's book, Return to Your Root, the new one, you can also go to Amazon and pick up my book, The Science of Kabbalah, and uh, and learn, um, learn Kabbalah. Learn Kabbalah from its purity and not from going to Google and going to some of these nonsensical places um, and learning with Madonna, this is where, the, where this, you this can
1: is, find Kabbalistic uh, uh, people, where you can find <laughs> Kabbalistic people learning Torah during the day and wearing horns and costumes at nights. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs>
2: the Googler Rebbe, right?
1: Yes. So, no one, uh, no one, can, uh, no one can deny your great knowledge, um, Ira, and uh, and everyone shall be blessed to enjoy this great book. And I hope that people are putting their hearts to The importance of Kabbalah learning. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai wrote thousands of years ago in the Zohar Kadosh that redemption depends in learning Kabbalah and there's no way in the world to learn um, Kabbalah through Google in pure heart. For sure you need to receive it from someone who received it from his rabbis and it's a traditional knowledge and that must be passed in purity. So definitely recommending Ira's book and Ira's teachings. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Amazing, wonderful uh, meeting and conversation. Everyone are welcome to watch us next week as well.
0: I'm
2: mean, looking forward to it.
0: Be well, everyone.